Hi, and welcome to EcoGal, The Curious Consumer. I'm Ashley. Today in the EcoGal studio with me is Natalie Ashker-Sievers. Natalie is the executive director for Tennessee Local Food. Welcome back, Natalie. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. And uh, I'm excited about our conversation today. So the Tennessee Local Food has an annual summit that is about, uh, that is upon us, right? Yes, that's right. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Yes, I can't wait to share about it. Good. So tell me first when and where, and then love to hear the theme of it and what you know we can expect and what people might be interested in coming to participate in. Yes. So this event is going to happen November 30th through December 3rd, 2023 in Lebanon, Tennessee. So this is our second year being outside of Nashville. So Lebanon is about 30 minutes uh, east of town. And this will be, yeah, like I said, it's kind of four days, um, but it has two days. Friday and Saturday are really the big days. And it'll be filled with uh, workshops, lectures, keynote panels, farm-to-table meals, mm. and then some other great activities like a seed swap. There'll be a farm tour on Sunday. Um, you know, there's some kids' activities. There's there's kind of a, a slew of other fun events. Oh, also the Phyla Awards, which is um, put on by the Metro Nashville Human Relations Commission. They have partnered with us to have this award ceremony at our Friday night um, event. So that'll be kind of incorporated into the program and um, super excited about the incredible speakers we have coming from across the Southeast United States. And what is the theme this year? So the theme of this conference is cultivating cooperation. And this, this kind of came out of an express desire from people that are working in the community food and farming space. Basically, everybody feels like they're working in silos, mm. especially small farmers having to, you know, there's so many barriers to starting a small farm and it's so hard to do it by yourself. Um, and so this is something that our community has been talking about for a long time is how do we work together? How do mm. we share resources, whether that's labor or materials? How do we purchase in bulk together. Um, you know, and again, that that spans from farming to the marketing to the distribution of food, the whole whole way. How can we be working together together more collaboratively? And so we're we've got a whole track featured on uh, different examples of, of ways people are doing this across the state, not just in Middle Tennessee. Important questions. So who are some of the people that are on the panels for this topic? Yeah. So um, we've got, like I mentioned, there's, there's a number of different sessions focusing on this. One of the panels I'm really excited about is called um, Starting a Cooperative Business in Tennessee. So, so we do some sessions that are focused on cooperative, formal cooperative models, but also informal ways people are working together. Mm. But this one panel is going to focus on those people that want to have formal cooperative businesses. Mm. There's a group of small farmers that have formed the Moonlight Collective, and they're going to be on this panel. The Nashville Food Co-op, uh, which lots of people know about, but lots of people don't. Um, it takes a long time to get a grocery store, a cooperative grocery store up because you have to have so much community buy-in. So they're going to participate in this panel. 
Um, another awesome group called the Water Water the Water Bear Cooperative Land Project. They're um, a group of Black land stewards that mm. ha- that are really trying to cultivate sort of a healing space on land and be good stewards of land. Mm. And then um, uh, I'm missing that there, the fourth one, but uh, that'll be actually moderated by Jackson Roulette, who is the host of the Collaborative Farming podcast. And it's going to be recorded as a live podcast episode. So I'm super excited about that one. Oh yeah, that's super fun. Yeah, and, and then, important. Yeah, yeah, and I'll tell you about one other one. Uh, we have a a lunchtime keynote panel on Saturday, December second, mm-hmm. that'll be moderated by the uh, one of the co directors of the Southeast Center for Cooperative Development. And this is an organization that is a huge resource to people that are interested in starting cooperative businesses, specifically in Tennessee, but across the Southeast. Mm-hmm. Um, they're an amazing resource, and all those cooperatives that I listed, all three mm-hmm. of those that I listed earlier. They have all worked with this this larger nonprofit. Um, so Rosemary from that organization is going to be moderating that, and we'll have Terrence from the uh, Federation of Southern Cooperatives. We'll have Olivia Cleveland, who's a farmer organizer, and we'll have Vanessa Paz from Nashville Foodscapes talking about the principles of cooperatives and how we apply those principles to our organizing moving forward? How do we build into our work cooperative principles, whether or not we want to be a part of a formal cooperative or we just want to learn from cooperatives? So there's something really for everybody in there. And then there's another important one that you mentioned too about seeds. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited about this. We have a whole track focused on building a seed commons. What is a seed commons? Okay, I'm still learning this. I'm not a seed person so much, though I save a few seeds. Um, basically, we are in a situation where um, we have such rapid loss of biodiversity. It is a huge problem. And especially with the change in climate, we have to make sure that we're preserving biodiversity. And if you think about it, we have to have seeds to have food. And currently, Four corporations own 50% of our seeds. That's Isn't that crazy? crazy. That's so crazy. I mean, like, how do you own nature? I'm sorry. Right? It's just wild. Yes. So it's important that we as a community, as a region, are working together to not only make sure that people know how to save seeds, especially small farmers that actually want to be saving seeds or Um, small farmers that have the capacity to be saving seeds, that people have that knowledge and that education of how to save seeds. So we're going to be talking about that at the conference. And then how do we organize ourselves? And how do we make sure that we have the infrastructure needed to clean, to store, and to distribute seeds? So so again, this is all about... um, making sure that we have seeds that are adapting to our changing climate and are adapted to our region right here, um, particularly in Middle Tennessee and in, in Kentucky, we're along the Cumberland River watershed. And so that is sort of the focus. And there's a, there's a working group called the Cumberland Seed Commons Working Group that is really leading this track at the conference. So there's going to be mm. all kinds of great, great stuff there. Yeah, I hear resiliency for the future. 
Absolutely. And it's learning from the past too. And that's a really big theme that will be thread throughout that whole track is how do we, um, how do we learn from indigenous wisdom and how do we learn from people that have been saving seeds forever, you know? (laughs) And so we have some incredible folks. We have a couple women from the Cherokee nation in Oklahoma coming. Um, one of them is the secretary. Her name is Christina Justice. She's the secretary of natural resources for the Cherokee Nation. And the other woman, her name is Feather Smith. And she is in charge of the Cherokee Nation Seed Bank. Mm. And they're coming and they're going to talk about their work as a tribe and how how they do this. And then how can we learn from that? And we've got some other, other fun people coming, um, again, from other states uh, around the Southeast region to to talk about what they're doing and and how can we learn from each other. So I hear knowledge sharing as well. Like, yes, yes. Knowledge sharing and resource sharing. Yeah. Um, And I want to give a shout out to Jim Embry, who is an activist from the Lexington, Kentucky area. And Jim has really been kind of the champion of this work and has really brought like over 30 organizations and individuals from Tennessee and Kentucky together to build this working group. And, um, you know, and he, and he's really viewing a lot of these speakers that we're bringing in as resource people. So not just people that are going to be sharing their knowledge, but also sharing resources and, and, um, yeah, all about, all about sharing, um, open source info here. Right. Just the opposite of owning the seeds. Yeah. Yeah. And something every single one of us should be invested in because we all need clean, healthy food. We all have to eat and food should be available and not something that is only accessible to a certain, you know, group of people that have certain, you know, resources, right? It's just like, this was not how it was. It's like food was always at least available that anybody could grow it. Mm -hmm. I come from you know, on, on both sides of my family, I come from farmers. So yeah, yeah, this yeah. is super important. Yeah. I think people, like, there's a real disconnection. There's, there's a disconnect between people and our food, but also even more so, I think between, you know, food and the seed. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you don't, if, if our, if our seed is owned by just a few corporations, man, we're in trouble. We are in trouble and it is a, it is a skill to know how to save seed. And we have some, just some incredible seed savers coming and they're going to be talking about those actual practices of how to keep seed. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's a, it's an art form, it's a skill and it's an art form to know how to save seed and to have that knowledge. And I, I encourage anybody that's interested in, you know, even if you're not, you don't identify as a farmer, maybe you just have a few pots of, you know, tomato plant or basil plant on your porch, you know, come and, um, and learn some of this super important, important knowledge that we've, we've got to make sure that we have to pass down because there's so much wrapped up in our food. It's, it's our memories, it's our culture, our health. Know, it's our health, it's all of it. So yeah, really important. Yeah. I don't, just this concept of owning seeds. It's like, I really cannot wrap my head around it. I mean, I understand there is a economic model that that is aligned with uh, some uh, chemicals, uh, 
that has come in, but it's like, you know, like then who's to say like, so I have a garden, I'm growing some cilantro, let's say, and then I want to take the seeds so that I can grow more. And then someone could come in and say, Oh, hold on. You know, those are my seeds. And now you have to pay me money to grow food. You know, it just is putting a price on something that it's like having, it's like water, right? It's like, these are things that we cannot live without. Yeah, no, exactly. I know it doesn't make any sense that it's possible really um, that people could patent seeds like that, but uh, that's, that's the world that we're living in. And we really need a paradigm shift in this space. And I'm, I'm so excited because I think that this, this conference is going to be this conference is going to be a gathering space to share ideas about new ways of doing things, many of which are not really new. (laughs) They're old. But um, yeah, I'm especially excited about uh, the keynote panel that'll happen on Friday night. So after dinner on Friday, there will be a dessert reception and the Phyla Mm. Awards, which will be so great. The Phyla Awards are named after Phyla Hawk and they sort of honor people that are using food virtuously in middle Tennessee. Um, and after the final awards, it'll be this keynote panel called building a seed commons from an indigenous people's lens. And I'm so thrilled about just the incredible panelists and the expertise that'll be there. And to just have kind of an open conversation about, um, how we go about, yeah, changing this paradigm that we're in and, and, um, you know, not just making seeds accessible, but, um, you know, making sure that we're, yeah, we're adapting to this changing environment. You know, yep. that's huge. Yeah. We have to have that. <laughs> yeah. 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 The changing in so many different ways. Right. But I, I think speaking to also the climate change, I mean, that's a real thing. It's like, I've been hearing how like something that, you know, you could, that you used to be able to grow, might not be able to, if the temperature just changes like one degree. Right. And that, then there's, and then people are all of a sudden able to grow another crop that they weren't able to. So it's, it's a lot right. to learn. Yeah. It really is. And I think that's what some, you know, yeah, there are farmers that are criminalized for, um, for, tr- for wanting to use their seeds that are, that are adapting. It's like, it's really, really more important now than ever with this rapidly changing climate that we are um, growing seeds that are being adapted to that change. Um, <clears throat> and so I think that there are incredible seed keepers in our region that are, that have been doing this work for decades. And, um, you know, and we just, we've got to, we've got to stop talking and listen. Yeah. <laughs> and do. And, yeah. uh, okay. So, if, so this is a weekend, you know, outside the city a little bit, which in a sense, it can be really great because you can find parking yeah. and uh, that's really nice. You can carpool there, everybody. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, but if they can't go for the weekend, so is this dinner something that is kind of separate that people could? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yes, that's right. So we, we have all different types of ticket options. You can come for one day. If you don't mm-hmm. want to come for the whole thing, you can just do a day ticket. You can only come for this um, evening evening program, which it's actually, it's after dinner. It doesn't include the dinner, but you can do, it's a $30 ticket. It's for a dessert reception, the Phyla Awards. 
and this keynote panel that I just mentioned on building a seed commons. So that that's a $30 ticket. That's Saturday night. It's from 7 to 9 p.m. December 2nd. Um, we've also, you know, you could come to, if you just want to come on Sunday to the farm tour, that'll mm-hmm. be in Lebanon at Wedge Oak Farm. Karen Overton's farm, she raises grass-fed, pasture-raised um, meats. And, um, oh, she's just amazing. She, yeah, amazing products that she <laughs> she raises. So you can just do that. That's actually free. If you just want to come <laughs> into the farm tour on Sunday, December 3rd, um, you can check out our website, tnlocalfood.org, and you'll see um, the store, the ticket, it says tickets. And yeah, there's there's a, a number of different ticket options for whatever works for you. Oh, that's perfect. And I can certainly speak to the food. It's like, that is just always a treat, a delight, and and then an opportunity to see people that you uh, haven't seen in a while or meet new people. So it's just such a, it's really a great experience and I've been coming for years. So I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, and I really appreciate you coming on and sharing about it and we'll get this out. And I just hope to see a lot of people there. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited about it. I think this is maybe our best program yet. So I hope, I hope hey. people, uh, yeah, come out and enjoy it. Yeah, it sounds incredibly valuable. So thank you so much. I'll see you, you soon. All right, see you soon. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Sharing the show or an episode that really resonated with you with friends or on social media is always appreciated. For podcast updates, please subscribe at ecogal.tv forward slash subscribe. Graphic elements and logos courtesy of Linda Cornelius. Audio editing by Danielle Mikesell. Our theme music was created by Taylor Pye. You can find us on Instagram at ecogal.tv. We appreciate your support and we value your time and energy. So we hope you found this useful and of value. Thank you for listening. See you back here soon. And until then, stay curious.